What up? What up? Welcome to the Continual Growth Podcast, where our goal is to help you create happiness through growth. And the way we do that is by every week bringing you the tips and tricks to help you kill every day and own your fucking life. I'm Bawanka. I'm your host. It's episode 75. And you know we're about to bring that hot fire. So today, we got a very special guest. You guys know him. Co-founder of Continual Growth. Z, a.k.a. Zana. Zana or Z on Instagram. He man's out here, ready to bring some of that hot fire. Z, how you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm excited. Are you excited? Yeah, we're going to have some fun, man. I'm excited. Yeah, this is episode, what, 75? 75. That's huge, man. Yeah. That's a big deal. Like, before we get into what we're talking about, I think... It'd be wicked to just acknowledge the fact that you've been consistent as fuck when it comes to the podcast. It needs that that level of drive to make it happen to get to this point. We're only about what one percent of the way into all the podcasts that you're going to probably produce. So it's it's a wicked accomplishment. I want to acknowledge you for that. We keep growing, man. Respect, respect. Yeah, man. We keep no growing. Doubt. Hashtag continual growth Facts. all day, every day. No doubt, no doubt. Okay, okay. So today's episode, it's all about. Being busy, you know, everybody's, I'm busy. What are you doing today? I'm busy. Being busy compared to productivity um, and just results, right? Because mm. it's not about what you do. It's about what you get done. 100%. In the end of the day, that's what really matters. Well, everybody thinks they're busy. Everybody. Like, it's like everybody loves to say that they're busy. They love to brag about how busy they are. Talk about, mm. talk about it like it's a badge of honor. Mm. Like it's something to be proud of that you're busy. And it's like, okay, when, when you ask somebody, like, but what are the results you're producing? And you're like, well, I never thought of it that way. But you said you're busy. And then you ask them again, well, I haven't really thought of it that way. And then you get people to really understand that, like, being busy isn't cool. Like, that's not, a, that's not something to be proud of. Yeah, you, but I think a lot of times people... They want to say they're busy because they don't want to sound like they're not doing anything. Or that they don't know, or they don't know what to do, mm. right? Because when you ask somebody what are the results you're producing, if you don't know what you're trying to accomplish, then of course you can't answer the question of whether you're productive or not. Mm-hmm. How could you? You're not being, you don't even know what you're striving for. So when you, get, when you try to assess yourself in terms of your own ability to produce, your easy answer is to say, I'm busy. Okay, well, what have you done? What are, you, what are you accomplishing? And the, the root of that, at the end of the day, is people have no idea. That's why we're so big on goals, right? Because goals give you that compass. They give you that, that scorecard, right? Because if you were to say like, yo, uh, you know, Z, I'm so busy. And I'm like, oh, well, what's going on? Like, what are you getting done? And you're like, well, when it comes to this goal, I've moved the needle here. When it comes to that objective, I'm doing this. When it comes to this specific task, here's what I'm doing. And if you can quantify that and like really explain the busyness, the supposed busyness that you are, mm. and you can show that you're moving the needle towards being productive, that's something to be proud of. Because at the end of the day, like you said earlier, like getting shit done is more important than being busy. Mm-hmm. And if you're one of those people that brags about all this effort that you're putting forth, but you're not actually producing any results, then like, are you really good at what you do? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think uh, one of the things also is like, yeah, we're, we're, people are doing different things at, at, at work and, and maybe they're, they're not sure what to do. Um, but I think a lot of times is you, you start one thing and then you jump to another thing and you jump to another thing and you just get caught up and you don't really, sometimes you forget like, 
what's the most important thing that I need to do? Maybe I should stop everything else and put 100% into this and get it done because that's the only way you're, you're going to be able to like be very effective is by putting 150, 100% into whatever it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. If you're putting 50 into one project and 20 into another and, and, and you just keep jumping back and forth from, from task to task. I talked about this before, but I'm going to touch on it again. It takes 25 minutes to be, go fully from one task to fully in another task. So every time when you, you know, you're getting distracted, you're looking at Instagram, you're texting people, you're going to the water cooler, all of these things, you don't notice that they're, that they're holding you back and slowing you down, but they're making a huge impact and it's, and it's really affecting what you're doing on a day-to-day. Yeah, I was just talking about this with Stir, actually. We were talking about how people will say that they're busy, right? And oftentimes I always ask people like, are you really busy or do you just suck at your job? Right. And what I mean by that is like, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm asking for real. Like, are you one of those people that likes to brag about multitasking? Because like you just said, you're not multitasking. Mm -hmm. You're switching between tasks and being extremely inefficient at doing it. So in effect, the level of productivity that you would have had is lower because you think it's cool to say that you're multitasking. Right. And like when you're talking about like getting shit done, if you're not like locking in when it comes to your focus, because where your attention goes is where energy flows. Mm-hmm. Tony Robbins always says that. And if your attention is on 10 different things and you're bouncing between those 10 different things inefficiently, then at the end of the day, did you move the needle as, as best as you could have? Mm-hmm. Reality, no, right? And the most efficient people, they'll tell you, like, they are a student of their calendars, right? They look at their calendar and they're like, am I really as efficient as I say I am? Like, for example, I used to brag about, like, yeah, I worked 15 hours today. I used to brag about that. Like, that was something cool, right? I look back on that. I'm like, you fucking stupid idiot. Like, you think it's cool to work 15 hours? You think that's something to be proud of? When you could have gotten what you were doing in 15 hours, probably done in seven or eight, and then you could have had another eight hours to be more productive if you wanted to or use that time for something else. And I think the, the shift that we need to have in society is we need to move away from talking about how busy we are and start talking about what we're doing, like our accomplishments, the results we're producing. Mm-hmm. Because when you start talking about the results you're producing, people want to people know how. How did you do that, right? Instead of saying, like, I'm busy all the time, you could say, like, I did X, Y, Z, and I accomplished that through this method of procedure. And I had this tactic that I was using on a consistent basis. And that's what was producing the results. That's why I'm fucking killing shit. People want to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Nobody gives mm-hmm. a fuck that you're busy. Everyone's busy. Yeah. Okay. I got a perfect example for this. Okay. So we have a client, right? And this guy, he used to work 12 hours, almost 12 hours every single day. You know, he's starting around 7 a.m., finish around 7 p.m., you know, hopefully get a workout in and then go back to work again the next day. Um, but one of the things, like his main job, he thought his main job or his main task that he had, to, the result he had to produce, he thought it took him four hours minimum, mm-hmm. four, maybe five hours, right? So we, you know, we, we switched some things around. We said, okay, this is the most important thing. You're going to do it first, right? And he started doing it first and we told him, okay, so don't like, don't talk to any colleagues. Don't look at any emails. Don't respond to any phone calls. Just do the job, do the task that is the most important thing that you need to get done. And within 
within not even within a week he was getting it done in less than two hours and he was able to move himself get himself so much far ahead because he was able to produce the result that he needed to produce and that that he started finishing work at like 3 p.m he was able to start working out in the middle of the day so he would start at seven get his workout in finish at three and now he has i don't know five, eight hours at the end of the day to do whatever it is that he wants to do. And that's all because instead of saying like, oh yeah, I work 12 hours every single day, he said, okay, how can I produce the best results possible? And when he started doing that, he started he started move, moving up and people started asking him, how are you able to do that now? Yeah, man, it's true. And if, and like the, if you think about taking what you're talking about, it's kind of like, you know, in, a, in, the, in the cartoons when uh, at the top of a mountain or a hill, there's like a little tiny snowball, and it starts to roll down. The snowball gets a little bigger, gets a little bigger, and all of a sudden the snowball's fucking huge. It's got mad momentum behind it, and it's starting to like pick up as much snow as possible. It's a fucking huge-ass, big-ass snowball. That's how this shit works. Like In the very beginning, you have to kind of look at the way that you operate and try to understand where can I be more efficient. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the example you just gave is perfect. Like Realizing that you're capable of doing more with less time you start to see that you're more capable, more powerful than you thought. And then you're like, okay, if I can do what it took me four hours, I can get it done in less than two. That frees up two hours to be more productive. And then all of a sudden, you're looking for more ways to be more efficient. And you're, this is like it compounds. And over time, if you're constantly producing at a high level, the results will come, whatever they mm-hmm. are. And it doesn't matter what it is. If you're more efficiently doing what needs to get done and you're getting it done, quicker than if you were to try and multitask with a bunch of different things, you're going to get results quicker. And those results are going to be exponential. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like this momentum behind it, right? Yeah. And I always talk about this with people because like, people hit me on Instagram or whatever and they'll ask me like, man, like I just don't have time, right? And it's like, you are such a liar. You're such a liar. You don't have time. Everybody has the same amount of time. Everybody's got 24 hours. 1,440 minutes in a day. You can find right. 10 always. Exactly. So, so when people say like, oh, you know, I just don't have 10 minutes to try and come up with a, uh, like my GSD for the day, right? It's like you can't find 10 minutes. I guarantee you if I look at your Instagram uh, like screen time. I bet you it's in the multiple hours. Mm-hmm. Bet you. And then let's add in Netflix. Let's add in fucking the times that you're just doing fuck all. Right? Like, let's add in all that time. And when you, when you factor all that in, you're like, yo, so I'm bullshitting. I'm lying. Right? And then when you realize that you're lying, it's like, okay, I got to do something about it. Because if you don't, once you know that there's a problem, and like I, I love Mel Robbins. She always talks about like, if, if you have a problem, right, and it can be solved through you taking action, then you don't have a problem. You are the problem, mm. right? So now when you know that you are the problem, how can you fix that? Try shit, right? Like for me, for example, like one of the ones that I tried was like, okay, put my phone in airplane mode for 20 minutes and go ham, 20 minutes, single task, go get it done, right? The first time I tried it, I couldn't believe how much I got done in 20 minutes. And then I started thinking to myself like, okay, I used to think that I was pretty productive. Maybe there's room for improvement. Yeah, okay, quick question. So, I know people are going to try this. So when you put your phone on airplane mode and then you started working and, and you're killing it, yeah. how often did you feel like, oh, I got to go to my phone. I got to grab my phone. Oh, constant. Constant, right? Because you're, it's, uh, and I've been reading a lot about this, the, the dopamine hit 
that we get when we get a notification or somebody sends a text or it could be a like on Instagram, whatever, like you crave that, mm-hmm. right? You've, you have this like constant need to want to go and check it to see if you got one of those, mm-hmm. right? And when, for me, when I put my phone in airplane mode and I locked in for 20 minutes, and by the way, if you decide to do this, put a timer on it because suddenly 20 minutes turns it to 40 or 50 of like you're fucking dialed in, right? Mm-hmm. And if that's what you're after, go for it, right? But for me, it was like, I want to do this for 20 minutes to see how I do. And I constantly, I would be like wanting to grab my phone. I'd flip it over so that I wouldn't want to grab, move it to the other side of the room to try and get it away from me, right? But once I realized that I had this like crazy addiction to wanting to get this information from my phone, and that's where I, that, like, that's what was stopping me from being productive. And yo, this is, this is, this is crazy because your phone is on airplane mode. It's not even sending any notifications. It's not doing anything. Right. So imagine if your phone is actually on. Ding. Yeah. You know, you got things going off. Stuff's popping up on your screen. Different notifications all the time. Yep. For sure, you're going to want to grab it. Like if, you're, if it's on airplane and you're not even thinking about it at all and you want to grab it. And now it's, think about. It's, a, it's an addiction. And then you want to go and be productive now. Right. And that's like when people talk about like how busy they are, I'm off, I, I ask them like simple questions like, what phone do you have? And it's almost always usually an iPhone or an Android. Right. It's like, OK, well, how many apps do you have on your phone? And they're like, well, I got like four pages of all these apps. I'm like, OK, and all of them give you notifications. Yeah, they all give me notifications. So your constant, your attention, what you need to be productive, which is your attention dialed in on the task that needs to get done. That attention is being taken away from you by all these applications on your smartphone. And like the th- crazy thing about it is like Instagram and all these other like major platforms, they have people who have PhDs in what they call attention engineering, mm. meaning they want to figure out ways to keep your attention squared entirely on that application, right? So people think about like, like think about it this way. When Facebook first came out, people would check it for like 15, 20 minutes a day. It wasn't really something that you used a lot of, Right. But they figured out a way to keep your attention dialed in onto Facebook, onto Instagram, onto all these other applications. And it's little tiny shit, right? Like like a like on Instagram, like that little action, you wanting to like and then receive likes, just that simple little thing causes an addiction, right? Because that dopamine hit that comes out and now they figured out other ways to do that. Like Instagram now is basically Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook put, to get, put together into one. Mm-hmm. And they're going to constantly figure out other ways to engineer our attention to be squarely focused on that application. And then now you want to go and be productive in life. How can you beat people that have a PhD in this shit? Right? You're not going to win. It's, it's, a, it's a game that's rigged against you. But that's why like, I'm a, such a big believer in like, doing these little tiny things that help you keep your attention where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Because if it's where it needs to be, you're going to produce. It's just the way it is. Hundred percent. Okay, so let's jump into let's jump into the tips and talks about some of these these small little tips that that people can use at home or at work to help them um, not get so distracted and not just feel like oh, I'm just being busy. Yeah, I think I think the first thing is like take a look at your phone and look through it and be like, where did I get all these applications from? Right, like when you get your phone out of the box from whatever, like Rogers, Bell, whoever. For any American listeners, like Verizon, AT&T, whatever. But when you grab your phone, let's say it's an iPhone, you come home and it's got like six, seven applications on it. The ones that Apple wants you to have, right? And then all of a sudden now you have four pages of three or four rows of five or six like applications. It's like you have 
50 or 60 applications. Where did this come from? Where did they all come from? So I think the first thing is just let's take a step back and look at the reasons why you're not productive. And the number one reason for anybody who's a millennial, 100% is your phone, right? Mm. So let's look at all the applications and say, okay, do I need all these apps? Do I? Right? And if you can answer yes, that you need all of them, okay, do you need to have the notification come up for all of them? So one of the things that I did is like, I realized that I thought it was cool, like as a badge of honor to have like 64 emails and 17 texts and uh, like uh, 43 notifications from Instagram. And like on the, you know, on the top right, it has those little numbers with the red dot, right? That's attention engineering. They, like, they made us think that that's something that we should be proud of. Mm-hmm. So for me, I took a step back and said, okay, I removed whatever applications I don't need on my phone. I used to have four or five pages of applications. Now it's down to two. I'm trying to get it down to one. I don't know if I'll be successful, but so far, I feel really good about where I've gotten it to. And then I went through all my different apps, and I set notifications to, like, never for, for a lot of them. Like, for example, Instagram. Never. I'm never notified when something happens on Instagram because I know how, how much it robs my attention, right? I could easily spend, easily, one hour fucking roaming Instagram. So and it produces a lot of good n- shit on there, man. right? Right, and you got to think about it from the perspective of like you follow these accounts to produce content that dry, that like gets your attention mm-hmm. on a platform built by PhD engineers to keep your attention. You're not going to win. It's it's a like I'm just going to go out for five minutes. No, five minutes always turns into much longer, right? So after you take off those notifications, it's like what other things can you do? And the the one that we talked about earlier, like. Putting your phone in airplane mode with a timer, counting down from 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever, pick a time frame, right? But those 20 to 30 minutes, you're going to feel different. You're like, oh, wow, this is what I'm capable of doing without distractions. You're going to be grooving. Yeah, right? And then when you see what you can accomplish in 20 minutes dialed in, what's it going to be like when I dial in for an hour? What's it going to be like when I dial in for two hours? What's it going to be like if I do this every day for the next five days? What's it going to be like if I do this every day for the next five days, for the next month, next year, next couple of years? Like that's really the, the maximizing of the available time that you have to produce the results that you need to live the life that you want to live. That's how you create happiness. It's not through anything else. Any other method doesn't work, right? Because when you see yourself moving the needle and making progress, you build confidence, when your confidence goes up, your belief in yourself goes up. When your belief in yourself goes up, suddenly you start to tackle bigger problems, go after bigger results. When you start to accomplish that, then you're like, I'm fucking unstoppable. I can do anything. All of that starts by you going back to the root of the problem. And for most people, the root of the problem is their phone. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. I would say uh, the biggest thing for me that helped me the most, because I used to be incredible procrastinator i was like top of the class it's the, <laughs> it's, the, it's the gsd man the get shit done list and basically what it is is you pick the three most important things that you need to get done that day or not or but another thing you need to do is you need to there's always things that we find difficult and we always find ways to put them off those are the best things to put on your get shit done list because you're going to get them done so there's you know, we always have mad shit that we want to do all throughout the day. And we're like, yeah, I'm going to do it later. I'm going to do it later. Do it right away. First thing that you need to do is the sooner you do it, the, the if you wait longer, you're probably not going to make it happen. The longer you wait, the harder it becomes. And a lot of shit's going to come up. So just start. Do it early. Whatever is difficult for you, do it early. And you're probably going to be able to get it done and make it happen. 
And don't put the shit that you are going to do anyways just to get a check mark. Nah. Right? Like, people will be like, I'm going to put workout on there. You're going to go work out anyways. Why are you putting it on there just so you can get a check mark? Yeah, but if you find working out difficult, but that's now, different. Yeah. now you got to put it on there. Definitely a unique situation. But I think, like, to your point, man, the GST is a game changer because how many times, like, with, with your coaching clients, how many times have you heard them be like, yeah, I got this big-ass list of things I need to do? And you're like, okay, pick the three most important ones. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> pick the three most important ones, do them today. And it's like, it's just the light bulb goes off because you're like, oh, okay. I thought it was cool to have a big list of things that I don't get done instead of having a list of three things that always get done. And it's about moving the needle, like you said, right? Like it further proves my point that people love to be busy. They love to look busy because they think it's cool. They and, think it's something to be proud of. And another thing, too, is when you're not busy, you're like, yo, what do I do? It's just me and myself chilling. Like, what am I doing? Right. But you can actually use that time and just sit there and just think. Spend some time with yourself. It's, it's, it's good for you and it's going to help you, I promise. But it's, a lot of times we don't get that opportunity to even do that because, you know, most people end their night with their phone looking at it. Yeah. Start yeah. their morning with their phone looking at it. And then there's so many things that come up. We don't really get that time to, to, to be by ourselves. But now, think about the shower. Mm-hmm. Most people's greatest ideas come in the shower. Mm-hmm. The reason it's coming in the shower is because there's no distractions. It's just you, yourself, and your thoughts and your ideas. And that's why it's so easy for it to flow to you because you don't have that phone with you. You don't have those distractions with you. Straight up. It's funny you talk about that because the book I'm reading right now, it's called Digital Minimalism. And it's by Cal Newport. Strongly recommend it to anybody who's interested in, in learning about that kind of stuff. But one of the things he talks about is like our generation and the generation after us, right? So like millennials and people born in like the 90s and whatnot, you're growing up in a world that's constantly connected. You're constantly connected to everybody, right? And because there's no time for solitude, there's no time for you to like just focus on yourself. Your attention's always being given outward, right? So when you spend time focusing on yourself, thinking about yourself, sitting down in a few minutes and just like, what am I thinking about? What's going on in my head, right? That's how you can come up with those breakthroughs you're talking about. Like in the shower where you come up with a wicked idea. And the example he gave was uh, Abraham Lincoln, right? Like one of the things he used to do was like walk around and talk to people and jot some shit down in paper and then put it into his hat, mm. right? And when he gets home, he would open his hat and he's by himself, right? He's open his hat, he's got like... 10 pieces of paper with little notes on them yeah. and he would go through them and that's how he built like there's a big speech that Abraham Lincoln is known for yeah. that's how he created it that's what, that's what he do, was doing with that big, big ass, ass hat, <laughs> yeah. you're just putting all, putting all these ideas in right. there like, and, and it's, when I heard that I'm like wow that's so funny but it's like people don't spend time with themselves and it's because we don't know how to deal with it like uh, by myself I'm not watching TV I'm not watching Netflix I'm not watching my phone it's like we're constantly in front of a screen and we don't spend any time with ourselves to ask ourselves like real questions like, are you fucking happy? Are you, do you enjoy what you do? Do you feel like you're leaving some potential on the table? Like These are all questions you could ask yourself. But if, if your attention's elsewhere and not on yourself, you're not going to have any time to sit there and be like, you know what? Let me think through some things. Right? Like, like a buddy of ours. I'm not going to say his name. Right when I talk about the story, you're going to be like, I know who exactly you're talking about. Anytime we ask this one friend to do something, he always says, I need to think about it. I need to go and think about it. Three days goes by. Have you thought about it? No, I I need some more time to think about it. Well, the reason why you don't spend any time sitting there thinking is because you're constantly on your fucking phone, 
right? You're constantly, your attention is elsewhere instead of doing the thing that you told me you were going to do, which is think about it. You're not thinking about it. Sit there and th- like, just do it. And I think the problem is because we're so distracted. We want to talk about how busy we are. And this is somebody that like proudly talks about like, ah, I work 10 hours today, fucking whatever, right? It's like, if you just took a step back and watched your life as a movie, would you be happy with what you see? Like, are you really as busy as you say you are? Do you actually do the things that you say you're going to do? And oftentimes what people realize is that the answer is no. You're not as busy as you say you are. You're not as productive as you say you are. You don't do the things you say you're going to do. And the big thing for me, it's because we're, our attention is being starved from us. It's constantly being taken away from us. And if you spend that time, like you said, with yourself in the shower thinking, you're going to come up with some answers or some some guiding principles for how you should move about your life and that's going to help you move forward the moving the needle is more important than having a needle that's constantly fucking flickering back and forth mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. distractions the the it's going to kill everybody it's pointless okay okay we're coming up to the to the end of this episode uh let people know where they can find you uh well right now I'm kind of off Instagram, but <laughs> I got a break here. It's good to have a break, man. I just had a nice break. I'm, I'm feeling, I feel well, that's good why, from it. That's why I'm taking that break, right? Because I realized, like, I was spending a lot of time on Instagram, and the return on investment, like th- the time invested, the return, I wasn't getting it. It wasn't doing anything for me. Like, I'm like, this platform, I'm wasting a lot of time on because I would say, like, yeah, I'm writing this caption, right? Spend 20 minutes, write the caption, post it. But then I'm going to scroll, see what's going on, check out the discovery page. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, an hour's gone by, and I'm not actually doing anything, right? But if you do want to find me on Instagram, go ahead. It's Zana or Z, right? Z-A-N-A-O-R-Z-E-E. Um, you can find me there. But to be honest, like, for anything that I need to say or what I'm into or the beliefs that I have, Keep listening to the podcast. Keep listening to the, the content that CG puts out because at the end of the day, it's going to be closely aligned to the things that I believe in. And when I do get Instagram popping again, maybe we'll connect. But that's that's for a later problem, not right now. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So before we finish this episode, give us something, you know, everybody's out there, you know, we're saying, oh, we're busy. I don't have any time. Um I, I think I'm productive, but maybe I'm not productive. I want to move forward faster. Anybody who has these sorts of feelings, what would you say to them? It's a good question. I think what I would say is get in tune with the fact that you're going to die. Hey, right? I like that one. And I know this is kind of coming from a little bit of left field, but let me explain what I mean by that. It's like so many people wake up every day and live their life as if they're going to live forever. They put shit off. I'll do it later. Not now. Next week. When, I'll do it when this happens. Or when I get to this stage in life, then I'll do it. And it's like, if you knew that you were going to die, and like, you should know. A lot of people don't know. <laughs> they live their life oblivious to that fact. No matter what, everybody's going to die. We are all going to die. You can't avoid it. Right. So if you know you're going to die, that's a fact. The uncertainty that comes with that is When? You don't know when you're going to die, right? So if you know you're going to die and you don't know when you're going to die, it's like, okay, in theory, you could die tomorrow. You could die a week from now. You could die a month from now, a year from now, 10 years from now. Nobody knows when you're going to die. But if you are going to die and you don't know when you're going to die, then the only thing you can control is what you do today, right? Because at the end of the day, if you think that life is getting to this finish line, right, which is death, and you don't know when it's going to happen, 
You need to be trying to get to that fucking finish line as quickly as possible so you can accomplish all the things you want to accomplish so that when you do take your last breath, you can look back on your life and be like, you know what? I gave it everything I had. Mm-hmm. I did everything I could to try to be the person I could be, accomplish what I could accomplish, and give to the world like in the best way possible. And the only way you can do that is by worrying about today. And if you worry about today, get really good at living your life better. If you are constantly distracted with your cell phone, deal with that problem. If you're struggling with your financial situation, deal with that. Like, Ask questions like, how can I make more money? How can I save money? How can I turn the money that I already have into more money? These are questions you could ask and like break down every aspect of your life and then work backwards from taking your last breath, not knowing when it is, and live your life so that when you do take your last breath, you can say, I did everything I could, I became the person I could become, and I helped as many people along the way. So you can close your eyes, take that last breath, and live with and die without regrets. Okay, okay, okay. Man brought that hot fire. All right, man. Z, that was an incredible episode. Pleasure having you on, man. Bring, bring a pure hot fire, pure bars. So guys, make sure, like, if you don't know what you want, we got growth coaching for you. Mm-hmm. We are here to help you. We're going to help you create them goals. We're going to help you decide the person that you want to be, the type of life that you want to live, so you can start moving towards it. And if you're enjoying these episodes What we need you to do is we need you to share it. Tell a friend about it. Put it on your social media. Tag us. Whatever you want to do, just share it with others because each one, teach one. And that's how we're just going to keep on moving forward. Um, And other than that, kill every day and on your fucking life. Bless us.